This is Our Voices on the Yard. Welcome to Our Voices on the Yard, where Black artistic excellence meets everyday life. I'm your host, Denise Woods, and I'm going to take you from the Black church to the bright lights of Broadway, from tiny music studios to the mega stages of international opera houses, from rustic dance studios to ornate vaudeville theaters. Join me as we explore and celebrate the achievements of the Black artists that attended conservatories and fine arts programs around the world, starting with my very own, the Juilliard School. This is Our Voices on the Yard. Hi, this is Denise Woods, and welcome again to Our Voices on the Yard. Today, we are going to go deeply into the dance world with my dear friend, Nisha Folks. Yeah, I say dear friend because Nisha and I went to high school together, and we were at Juilliard at the same time. She's a few years younger than me, but we were still there at the same time. Nisha, folks, is incredible. She has choreographed some of the most famous movies, movies that you've seen. Uh, She's just a a triple threat. She's an incredible actress. She sings, she dances. But the real thing is, she was with the Alvin Ailey Company for years. An extraordinary dancer, gifted choreographer, a great mom and has great stories and a terrific sense of humor. This interview is going to make you laugh. It's going to make you smile. It's going to make you feel good because that's just who Nisha folks is. So grab a cup of coffee and enjoy. Nisha, Uh Nisha folks. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to Our Voices on the Yard. Really nice here, too. (laughs) Isn't it great? It's fantastic. I am so honored to have you. I we go back, we go back to high school. Yes, we go back to high school. We went to Juilliard together. You went on to dance for several years with the Alvin Ailey Company, Mm -hmm. and I went on to perform with Juilliard's acting company. So we have a very similar trajectory artistically, Mm -hmm. you in the dance world, me in the theater world. And we'll get to the fact that you are just as much an actress as you are a dancer, and we will get to that, which (laughs) I was blown away by. But welcome, Nisha, folks. Thank you. Okay, sweetheart. I am excited. I'm so happy to be here. Thank Thanks for you. thinking of me. Uh, well, it it it's family. Yes. It's family. Okay. <laughs> Let's start family. Yes. Let's go back to the Bronx. Because uh, <laughs> we're in New York. We're New Yorkers. You said it right. The Bronx. The Bronx. The, yes. We, we, I want to go back to the Bronx because we'll be you're from the Bronx. Yes. I'm from the Lower East Side of New York. And... I grew up in a neighborhood that had arts oozing from every Mm. pore of its being. The Mm -hmm. Lower East Side, the East Village. Mm. I was thrown into the arts at a very young age. Mm -hmm. What was your introduction to an artistic career? I think mine was after school program, eighth grade. I didn't start dance until I was, you know, a little after. Prior to that, yeah, I did community center theater, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of acting. And then um, I think so wait a minute. Great. Let me go back. Yeah. Acting was first and then dance? Yeah, it uh-huh. was actually. That does not the- surprise <laughs> me because when I saw you as an actress mm-hmm. years later, I said, 
Nisha's got chops. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, so we'll get there, but go back. So drama was first, acting was first. Yeah, and it was dance. the dance. Okay. I wanted to do, I think there was like an after school program. I went to Albert Einstein Middle School, you know, in, in New York, in, in the Bronx. And then, um, you know, from there, that's where it started after school, just dancing. And then my teacher was like, you guys should audition for the High School of Performing Arts. I was like, what is that? Okay, so so let's let let's let's just let's just back up just a minute to mm-hmm. put a, this into some context. Mm-hmm. You only danced in an after-school program, yeah, from once eighth a grade, week or, yeah. once a week, yeah, <laughs> and auditioned for PA. I auditioned for PA with yeah. the, with the other girls that had come from BJ's in yeah. Queens, yeah. and those New York girls. Danced. Who are out there in the audience know about Bernice Johnson? They do. They dance were studio. amazing. They were amazing they were dancers. Amazing. I knew nothing about these girls from Queens because mm-hmm. I was from New York, and we didn't have dance studios. But Bernice Johnson was, was the oof. place where all of the girls from Queens came. Yes. And so you came from the Bronx, an after-school program, <laughs> dancing once a week. And you auditioned with these young ladies, these young yeah. girls that were yeah. dancing every day. And and I mean technique. Oh, they were dancers. They were dancers. Dancers. Yeah. I was dancing. <laughs> they were dancers. You know, yes. it was, um, you know, Daryl Richardson. And mm-hmm. uh, they were just mm-hmm. really, really dancing. Mm-hmm. Nasha Thomas. Some of them, you know, they were, and these are dancers that are still performing and doing things today. And then, of Absolutely. course, there was me, and I get there, and I'm not even sure if I'm supposed to wear ballet slippers, jazz shoes, what am I doing? You know, of course, years later, I snuck into the office to find out, how did I get in the school? You did. You know, of course, you know, that that time it was just files. That's you could right, just take of files course. And you look through them and watch the door, make sure nobody comes in. That's right. And oh, we're yeah. looking. We did it, too. And, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I look, and I go... 76? I got a 76? You only need a 76 to get in. You need a 75 to get in. So I looked at my file and I was like, oh. they said, no technique. No no real training, but really cute, great smile, nice choreography, and good stretch, and great wow. energy to get in. That's what got me in the school. Mm-hmm. Not my technique, because I didn't have any. I was wondering. <laughs> but from that point on, <laughs> I realized, ah, oh, Okay, so I had to audition again for performing arts my second year because I know I didn't have what those other girls had. I had to go home the first day of school and tell my mom, I need ballet slippers. I need tights because I didn't have any of that stuff. I didn't know. Right, right. So, Denise, it was just pretty much like a two or three weeks of a joke, me trying to figure out where to buy this stuff, trying to be a dancer, but I wasn't. And um, But, you know, I had that determination that... I'm going to make this work. That was that's quite obvious. Yes, mm-hmm. determination. I remember graduation. There's one award that goes out to one student. I it's know. called the Helen Tamaris Award. I know, and it goes out to one student in the entire school. And I, of course, we were coming from the Bronx. It was all of us on the train, on the bus. Of course, who was late to graduation? <laughs> so I'm outside in the hallway like, I'm not going in embarrassed myself. Everyone's in there already, mm-hmm. you know, and the teacher runs out. You got to come in. You got to come in. I'm like, no, I'm not coming in. She goes, here, here's your gown. It was white. Mm-hmm. You know, I put it on. I walk in and they say, the Helen Tamaris Award goes to Nisha folks. And I'm like... Me? Mm. Though, I mean, it was like, 
the whole school stood up for me. Mm-hmm. It was like I had come from that girl that came in with that barely made it, had mm-hmm. to audition and get back in the second year. And then the school stands up for me like I'm the best student to succeed. Me? It was my mom. I thought it was in tears. It was I'm such crying a, now. I know. It was such a moment. You know, the girl from the Bronx? Mm. And it was like, mm. and they got like $1,000, which was like a lot of money. A thousand, yes. I get $1,000 on a plaque. Yeah. Oh, Denise. Well, our tuition at Juilliard, when, when I went to Juilliard, was only 3000 a year. Like literally, yeah, 3000 So wow. a third of your tuition wow. was paid with that $1,000. Uh, no, I went shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think my mom maybe put 500 in the bank. Yeah, at that time, I wasn't even thinking about, you yes. know, Juilliard. I was just thinking about graduation. And then I auditioned for Juilliard after. It was the last school that I auditioned for because I auditioned for um, Adelphi. And I was uh-huh. going to go there as a... Adelphi University is Long Island. Long it's Island. New York. Mm-hmm. It's local. A great yes. program, though. Yes. They did have a great... Great I don't program. Know what it is now, but great yeah. program. I was mm-hmm. going to Did you audition psychology. for... Did you uh, audition for SUNY Purchase? I sure did. Uh-huh. I okay. sure did. But I didn't want to go up there. I wanted to be more local. And then after graduation, my Juilliard audition came up. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got into Juilliard. I was like, everything went out the window, you know, from there. <laughs> SUNY who? Purchase who? Adelphi who? I'm going to Juilliard. On a full scholarship? Yes. Once again, the little black girl from the Bronx is going to Juilliard on a full scholarship? Mm. I, it was unheard of, you know, for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my family was so supportive and so proud of me. Yeah, mm. it was like mm. a dream come true. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nisha, what was it like when you got into Juilliard? Okay, so you, well, first of all, you did you feel you had to play catch up with the girls who had been studying dance since they were three? Not then, not by that time. Oh, love. Okay, so you caught up by oh, that time. Oh, I caught up. Okay. When everybody else was hanging out on the weekends, this girl was in class. I was at Dance Theater of Harlem. I got yes. a scholarship to Alvin Ailey as a young person. I was in my classes. When they were in class, taking one class yes. a, a, a day, I was taking three. Mm. So I didn't only catch up, I surpassed. Mm. Mm. This yeah. is what I'm talking about. Yes. This is what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. So that trajectory got you. Yes. Got you full scholarship to Juilliard. Absolutely. I okay. think so. So, mm-hmm. so what was that like? Now... You're not just competing with the sisters who had gone to Bernice Johnson in mm-hmm. dance school in Queens. You yeah. are now competing with nationwide, yes. international students International as well. students, yeah. So I know very little about the dance division. And, okay. and doing these, I'm serious, doing these interviews are really huge education for me because we were so myopic in our training. That's true. We yes. never, mm-hmm. I mean, we would hang out maybe in the lounge mm-hmm. or in the cafeteria, cafeteria. <laughs> right? And clearly that the black the folks spot. found each other. We hung yeah, out yeah, with yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. But we yeah. didn't really know what was going on in each other's divisions. I mean, we would. I would see your concerts. You would come and see our productions. Yes. But yeah. we never knew like the backstory of what was really going on. Right. I, I think... <laughs> you know, of course, we were those inquisitive kids, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember going into the 
drama department, theater department. We didn't have a theater. You know, we just had a studio. So, and I walk in there and I see this beautiful black girl in this beautiful dress. You didn't have no makeup. And Keith, at the time was Keith Williams, but Keith David today is playing Othello and you're playing Othello. Amelia. Amelia, Amelia. And I'm just thinking, black people do Shakespeare? Mm. Oh my goodness. Like, it was, it blew me away. And you were so beautiful, and Keith was so Keith. (laughs) (laughs) At the time, I didn't know either one of you, you know, because you guys were older and more established and doing what you do, but we were just being nosy freshmen. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That was eye-opening for me. Wow, hon. Yeah. So you had never... Well, you were in your first year. We were in our last year. Yeah. And so you you were getting just a little tidbit of what we were doing in the drama division. Absolutely. I'm sure it was eye-opening. Because yeah. when we were in PA, we didn't do a lot of Shakespeare. We didn't no. do a lot of classical theater. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Nor did I. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So to see that and to see Blacks playing leads... And beautiful women and, and mm. Keith. And I was blown away. I think you guys must have been in a dress rehearsal because you had on a long mm-hmm. gown. And mm-hmm. and he had on, but you guys weren't in. You know, we were just sneaking in in the back. That is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Because, that, you know, I've heard a lot of people, young artists in the drama division, as well as other divisions, come behind us and say, you know, I looked up to you and Keith. Oh, you know, you were just like amazing to us. And I said, really? We were just trying to get out. We were just trying to figure it out and figure our way oh, through. No. But by the time we got, Keith, David, and I, we were asked into their acting company, a Juilliard's acting company. I was the first African-American woman asked into Juilliard's acting company. And I was the first African-American woman on faculty in the drama division, too. And That's so, amazing. you know, I, I, and and for the longest time, I never spoke about it because it 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 it's just my life. But then mm-hmm. I realized years later that it was a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. How many times have you mentioned that award that you got at, at graduation from PA? How many times have you shared that? You know, I always not many because right. I never think people really care. Uh, we care. Yeah, and I we should care. mention it more. To yeah, younger people absolutely. to inspire them. Absolutely. You know? That's why that's why I'm mentioning, you know, for the longest time I would just sort of like say, Oh yeah, I taught at Juilliard. People would go, What? Yeah. You taught at Juilliard? Who yeah. teaches at I oh, oh yeah, and I was the first black woman on faculty at, in the wow. drama division. And 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 I would downplay it, but then I realized, no, that's something mm-hmm. something for us to be proud of. Yeah. And 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 when I speak in that term Mm -hmm. for you to accomplish what you did Mm -hmm. coming in because you didn't start dancing until the eighth grade okay my son is not an artist he was into sports when we moved to california Mm -hmm. he played football Mm -hmm. now he's a new york city kid he came out here when he was 12 Mm. by that time these california boys were playing football since they could sit up and hold a football in their hands my son was 12 and yeah. his gym teacher came to me and said, you have an athletic mm. phenom on your hands. I said, what? Yeah. <laughs> his yeah. father's a lawyer. I'm an actress. He's a what? <laughs> an athlete? <laughs> well, uh, he really, really excelled, you know, playing football with, wow. with young boys who had started when they were like five and six. I illustrate that story to say, 
Yes, mm-hmm. you caught up, mm-hmm. but you like you said, you didn't just catch up; you surpassed. I had to. You had to. I was not going back back to academics. My mom said, "All of you guys are going to college." Yes, of course. I'm saying I'm going to college for the arts, and it's like, okay. Everybody else. Because your brother went to Morehouse. He went to Morehouse. Brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> my sister went, you know, to nursing. My other sister went to Penn State. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, you're going to Juilliard. That means, hmm. I mean, they didn't get it. I got it. But they just thought Juilliard was, you know, another performing arts school. And performing arts is what? So I said. Doesn't I make was, any money in doesn't, their estimation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? I've always been, I've always taught myself that I'm at the bottom. Mm. There's nowhere else to go but what, Denise? Up. up. I'm going to put all my eggs in this basket and I'm going to make it work. I am not going to be Oof. the master of a bunch. I'm going to be the master of one and I'm going to make it work. That was always my goal in life. I have goosebumps right oh. now. It's so beautiful. Yeah. It is so Determination. Beautiful. Determination. Yes. Yes. You know, I've always just, I don't know, I've always had that. Maybe because I said, I'm not going back to the Bronx. I didn't mind it. We had a beautiful home. Yes. We yes. didn't live in the projects. We lived right. in a home. But I just didn't want to take the bus and the six train anymore. <laughs> Simple as that. I just wanted a different life. Yes. And who was going to give it to me? You. I. You had to work for I it. I had to work for it. So what was it? Okay, you get to Juilliard. What was that like? It was fun. It was fun. You know, my first year, you're, you're just going, you're just doing, you're just going, you know, you're just doing what everyone else does. It was a lot of fun. You know, there weren't a lot of kids of black kids or even kids of color, you know. Was that a problem for you? At first, it wasn't, you know, because once again, you're learning as a freshman, you're just taking everything in. Mm-hmm. But as um, time went on and you realized it should be more of us, mm-hmm. it shouldn't just be one Asian and one dark-skinned black girl and one light-skinned black girl and one dark-skinned black boy and it shouldn't be this way mm-hmm. you know where are the where are the other hispanics where are the other nationalities mm-hmm. you don't realize it until later that you are isolated mm-hmm. from them and you didn't like it because you thought the teachers that are coming in are teaching one particular style but what about the other styles of dance that you know are out there the other ethnic styles of dance. But then Juilliard had a right to teach what they wanted to teach, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, so you would kind of cluster together to support each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was important for us to to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, we had one girl who was, she was white and she wanted to be part of us, Barbara Hoon (laughs) and Morris Perry and Dane. I mean, we, Mm -hmm. these were all us that we, we felt the distance, you know. Mm. I don't know. It just felt like, did we belong or were we here for, an, what, why were we here? Were we tokens to be here or were we really the best to be here? Yeah. We never really knew whether or why we were really there. You know what I'm saying? Did you, was it, was it a feeling that you weren't really completely seen in your totality did, or you weren't welcomed fully to the table? I felt like the teachers welcomed us. Mm-hmm. It's interesting enough. Um, Zoraspi, who was from Argentina. Oh, Hector. Hector Zoraspi, who would 
open the door in the morning as we're eating our donuts at five to eight and we're on the floor and he walks in at 801 and it's like, okay, first position. And you're like, oh, shit. But, you know, he would have his, his coat, this purple coat that he would fling off and go, okay, and then take his cane and class would start. You know, mm. he, because he was a man of color, he welcomed a lot of that. And um, Kasako, who was mm. Asian, she welcomed that, you know. But I think from some of the other teachers, we didn't feel that love, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you felt that, but we didn't really feel oh, that yeah. love. So we, being teenagers, you know, of course, I had a little bit of an attitude. You know. <laughs> Why? You know, you're supposed to accept everybody, but no, we look. So um, we felt it from them, and I just loved Kazuko for that. Mm-hmm. You know, she really um, mm-hmm. welcomed us. Mm-hmm. Martha Hill was the director. Yes, she was an amazing woman. There's a documentary out about her now. She was an amazing woman, um, and not until later did I get to really appreciate who she was. And she, for the just just mm-hmm. just for the record, just mm-hmm. historically, was she the first? director of yes. the dance division yes, before they moved to yes, Lincoln she Center. Was. She was determined to get that that program in, in Lincoln, Lincoln Center. Center. Oh. Yes. Wow. Okay. Bless her heart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Miss Hill. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was she was a hard woman, but she wanted I think sometimes I wonder if Miss Hill is the one that said I want this kind of person and that kind of person and that kind of person. I don't want this lily white Juilliard. Mm-hmm. I want some color. I want some some substance. Mm-hmm. I want something else. Mm-hmm. I want to show the world there's more than what we've been seeing. Mm-hmm. I felt that because she always, I don't know, she took to me, she took to Morris, she took to some of the other uh, dancers of color mm-hmm. in a different way. And she would talk to us and kind of come a little camaraderie with us. And we thought, she likes us, this is cool. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, not when we're... Walking down the hall and we're looking at each other like, oh, Miss Hill is behind us, right? What are we, are we doing? What are we going to say to her? She was like, Dodgers, go to class. And we'd be like, Ooh. yes, Miss Hill. We were not We were not on our way to class. I don't know Got where to. we were going. <laughs> Maybe Studio E. Stairway <laughs> E. Stairway E. The legendary the Stairway legendary E. Stairway E. But she, she, she took to us, you know. I think she was the one that... Um, it was bittersweet. I don't know if I got to tell you that. I was um, I auditioned for Broadway show. Here I was in school. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to make money, right? Mm-hmm. So I thought, audition for Broadway show. I got the Broadway show, but I'm in school. So my only problem... Are you at liberty to say what the Broadway show was? Oh, well, I auditioned for two. One was Guys and Dolls, and one was The Wiz. Oh. Yeah, I did both of them. <laughs> Was that the the all black? Yes, guys and dolls. Yes. Oh, yes. that was wonderful. Yes. Okay. Yes. Alrighty. And so the only problem was Wednesdays because we had a matinee on Wednesdays. Yeah. And so of course I had to go to the office, Miss Hill, and I had to tell them, and they thought, "What you want to do? What? This this is unheard of. We don't do this. We don't yeah. do this." You know, it's so interesting that you say that we don't do this because aside of the tinge of racism, and and for some people it was more than a tinge. Mm. It was very blatant and covert. Mm. And for some of us it was less than that. 
But there was always this sense of elitism. Yeah. Oh, we don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was such. It was that. It was. Uh-huh. You know, they. They. I remember hearing the word or the term. Juilliard is an ivory tower. Yeah, thrown around. Yeah, which really got under my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that that elitism, it was there. So I it just wanted to throw that in that, right. that you were saying oh, we don't do we that. don't. Yeah, we we no, yeah. it's like we don't do this. Yeah, but of course, you know, being the girl from the Bronx, I was. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. You know, and um, I begged them, and I said to them. Please, I you know, I don't know if I probably said something like, my mom needs the money, which she didn't. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. definitely doing great. But we really need the money, and I really need it. And I, it's my first opportunity. And please, 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 I promise anything that I have to do on Wednesdays, I will take my homework, and I'll bring it home, and I'll do it. I begged them, and she said, um, as long as you get good grades, okay, they let me eventually wow. do it. So here I am in between shows. <laughs> backstage doing homework the little girl doing homework 17 wow. 18 years old and um felicia rashad was in the show was in the wind she was in the- mm-hmm. i was her understudy wow <laughs> it was her understudy but you know i was fine with here i'll do anything you know sure i'll, I'll uh, getting a paycheck and being in a broadway show at 17 18 years old hello so, um, you know, I was just excited. But then when it came to graduation, they called me in the office. And I remember they said to me, okay, so this is your senior year. And you got to choose between your Broadway show and graduating. I'm thinking, what? what? Mm-hmm. So, of course, I went to my mom. And she was like, you will graduate. Oh, no, you will graduate. Because she was totally into education and sure. graduation. But for me, <laughs> I know I got to care about my Broadway show. And then, you know, I get graduation. Whatever, Juilliard. I, I'm working. Isn't that why I'm at Juilliard? To work? Yeah. That's the <laughs> argument, right? That's the <laughs> argument, right? But mama said, oh, no. Oh, no. You will graduate. You will graduate. You know? <laughs> you know? So I, I had to give up my show, mm-hmm. which I did. Then my spring concert comes around. Those spring concerts were legendary, Nisha. We loved them. Yes. Oh, yes. What was the only the only bird's eye view that we had in the dance division? Yes. It was the only time mm-hmm. that we really got to see you yes. perform yes. so beautifully. So go yes. ahead. What was your what was your spring? What was your what was your season your spring season what was your season like My se- it was great because it I got was? to you know once again it was seniors and so we got to be the ones yes. to really you shine know, ex- shine and express ourselves but and then I think after this woman comes backstage and she gives me a card and no one's done giving me a card before like on TV here's my card yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she was from Alvin Ailey Oh what yeah and she says we're having auditions we'd love for you to audition and I'm like me so then i thought oh it wasn't so bad being the black girl at juilliard you know after all after all you know (laughs) i got noticed (laughs) (laughs) so i auditioned for i of course not doing my broadway shows anymore i auditioned for ellie and i get in i'm like what i'm not even graduated and i get in alvin ellie so, right, you hadn't graduated yet. No, I didn't even graduate because it was a spring concert. That's right. We were going to graduate in June or right. you know, at the time. 
And I'm like, oh, oh my goodness, this is crazy. So, of course, once again, go back to my mom and tell her, oh, no, you will graduate. <laughs> so I go back to the office and I'm telling them, you know, now I'm, it's like, is she the problem child or what? First she wants to do a Broadway show. Now she's getting into an Alvin Ailey. To me, this is good stuff, right? Yeah, that's why we go to school. That's why we're there. Yeah. But they thought, well, this is what we're going to do. You have to finish your classes. It was like, it wasn't even a dance class or an acting class. It was like a math class or something else that oh, we yeah. had to your do. Oh, yeah, your academics. The, my be, academics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. We had to. Yes. And, you know, few though they were. We yes. didn't have a lot. No, but we still had them. And, and as I became, because I went on and got my master's mm-hmm. years later because I really felt uneducated. I really felt that I didn't have the necessary education mm. that I needed mm-hmm. to be in conversation wow. with people that I was in conversation with. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly I could have read, but I just wanted a more formal education because it was a conservatory. Yeah. I could talk yeah. about theater and I could talk about playwrights. I could talk about the classics. Mm-hmm. I could talk about voice and speech. Mm-hmm. But I didn't have a psych. I'd never taken a. We had never taken a psychology class, oh, sociology. Okay. You know, I just wanted to take a few more things. So I just sidebar because yeah. those few academics that we did have, mm-hmm. we did struggle through them. Mm-hmm. Everybody did mm-hmm. because it was a conservatory, mm-hmm. and we had to put in hours upon hours upon yes. hours yes to our craft yes right they, they i mean craft. It, re- it was Ooh, all about the hours yes yeah. so mm-hmm. you know writing a paper my mom and i went to college my mom went back to college she's class of 76 i'm class of 79 oh. and i'm fond of saying my mom would write my papers for me oh. at juilliard because there was no time well, there was no time so i just say that yeah. so that you that people know the context that's that true we were working around the clock mm. on our technique yes constantly mm-hmm. and there was i don't know if you remember but you you can get a bachelor of fine arts degree which was more academic based yeah. or you can yeah. just get a bachelor's which you didn't have to do all those academics right. so some of them some of the kids did a BFA, which I wanted to get my BFA. Yeah, same here. Same there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they, you know, so, so that's why it was more academic because sure. I wanted to get that, you sure. know, that as well. But I didn't make my credits at the end of the year mm-hmm. because I was so focused on Ellie in rehearsal. I started rehearsals before we finished. So I didn't even make my graduation. Misha. This is so impressive. That I know I should I know I shouldn't be impressed, but I am. <laughs> like I didn't even make my graduation, but they also didn't give me I, I didn't walk because I still had that one math credit yes. to finish. And they were like, "Nope." I was like, "You kidding me?" They would not let me walk, yeah. and it didn't matter to me because it's like, "Do you care?" And I was like, "I do care, but do you really care?" Nah. <laughs> you know, I'm also going on the road with Alvin Ailey. Sure. But I did that summer um, before we left. I was in rehearsals with Ailey and going to Lehman College. Oh, my gosh. Lehman College to get that one credit. Mm-hmm. And I finally got it. And then I got my degree. You know, this is why <laughs> this is why these conversations are so important. <laughs> Because, you know, 
I'm sure there are people out there that are just one or two credits shy of completion. Mm-hmm. And let it, we can use that as a metaphor in mm-hmm. life, you know, yeah. just one or two credits mm-hmm. shy of completing something. Mm-hmm. And you just go back and get it and do it. It just makes it. you feel do so it. much better. And my mom was like, oh, you can go to, you can go to uh, this school. <laughs> she wasn't there. having it. Oh, no, 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 you're going to get it. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't need it now because I'm going to, you know, of course you're young, you know, right. the world is your oyster. I don't need, who needs that BFA? Who Oh, you're going to you're going to get it. Yes. You're going to finish that. You yes, mm-hmm. yes. You're going to get it. And I was trudging on the train, going <laughs> up to, to Lehman College because but... it's all, all the, way the way up there. Yes, yes, yes. Rehearsals, then, then going, going up to there. yes, Nisha, or either in the morning, whatever you know. Yes. I say, oh boy, there was no online then. Yeah. Of course, well, yeah, you had to get on the train. So it was, but I did it. And now I look back and I tell young people, don't give up your dream, or don't half-fast things. You don't have to half-fast things. You can make it work, especially now. Online, you can get your degrees. You can get it. And you know, I think it speaks to you really enjoying the process, enjoying mm-hmm. the road. We always want to get to the destination. Yes. We always want to skip a, a Microwave couple steps, everything. right? Mm-hmm. And get to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Really enjoy the process. I think yes. that's what your mom was saying. You know, a sense of completion, complete that mm. and then be fully invested to then bring yourself to the next yes. thing, yes. which the next thing, mm-hmm. the Alvin Ailey, company is huge it was like all roads led to this company and you just told me before we came on the podcast Mm -hmm. that you were there eight years eight seasons i was there eight years eight years yeah then i left the year alvin died I think something inside of me died too because he was the person when I'm on the road and I'm dancing and I would look over to the, and he's always in the wing, always in the wing, always on tour with us, always there. I would hear his voice all the dancers, dancers, you know, we would look and he'd talk to us afterwards and we'd hang out and he was like a father or something Mm -hmm. to me. And I don't know, after he was gone, I remember one time he had said to me, don't get stuck here. And I thought, what does that mean? And I think he, I don't know if he was talking to me, but he, he was talking to me when we were having a conversation because mm-hmm. he knew I was one of those people that wanted to do other things. I was always choreographing here and mm-hmm. dancing outside and, and I was like a company teacher. So I was always doing, you know, they would send me out to, you know, teach um, when we would get to Boston sure. or Detroit or Chicago, wherever we were. Copenhagen. Copenhagen, exactly. <laughs> or somewhere in Australia. I was you know, one of the teachers that wanted to do it. Everybody sure. didn't want to do it. I wanted to choreograph and teach. And um, he thought I was, I had something special. And he said, don't, don't get stuck here. Wow. You know, like, I think what he meant was don't be here 10, 15 years when you could use your youth that you still have to parlay this into something else. It was prophetic. Yes. And that's why when he died, I danced at his funeral and I was, he chose the people to dance at his funeral. It was like, wow. And I I was on the list and I was just, he knew he was going to die. Yes. And he chose, he had a list. And after that, it was like I heard his voice telling me. And I, from there, I went to, to, um, you know, did my first show, first movie, uh, 
I didn't choreograph it. I was an associate choreographer and I was assistant to Otis Salid on mm. Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. Mm. I ended up being Denzel Washington's um, dance coach because wow. he, he danced in that movie. That's right. And I knew a That's lot right. about Jitterbug and that was one of my, you know, uh, one of my styles that I had really studied from Frankie Manning, who was the creator from the 30s, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was hired to be Denzel Washington's coach for six weeks, three hours a day. Like, what? What a gift. What a gift. What a gift. And Why what a gift to work with Otis Salid. Hello. Otis Hello. Salid was fantastic. Yes. And for him to choose me. Another Juilliard alum. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There yeah, we go. Yeah, there we go. He's fantastic. He's amazing. I consider him my mentor, mm -hmm. you know, and learned so much from him. And, you know, he put me in place to work with Intel because he knew also that I knew this right. style, style, this Lindy, Lindy Hop style that I had learned from So Frank was that your Manny. first movie job? That Was that the first... Yes. Literal segue from yes. the Alvin Ailey company yes. to working with Otis Salid on Malcolm X with, with Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. Hello, yes, <laughs> you know, I, I was like, this is amazing. What gifts did I have? You know, but you the know little eight-year-old yes. who took dance after school. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, amazing. But I remember Debbie. Debbie. Debbie was influential too because. Um, and when you say Debbie, you know we you oh. mean Miss Miss Allen. <laughs> like the world knows yeah. Debbie Allen. I'm yes, yes, yes. Miss Allen. We know Debbie because I'm good friends with Felicia. Oh and, my god! And, and but but the world doesn't know no, when we Debbie say Debbie Allen. Is Debbie Allen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the dance world knows Debbie by one first name, but yeah, Debbie. Oh, who was mm -hmm. there another? Yeah, Debbie mm -hmm. Allen. You know, I I auditioned for her. She was doing the movie. I mean, not the movie. She was doing Fame, the TV show. And at the same time, around the same time, I auditioned for Alvin Ailey. And I got both jobs, right? And I so remember- So let's, let's back up and you and, and let just remind people that Fame, the television series, the movie, is based on our high school. Oh. Well, you take it for granted. Come on, girl. All right? Yes. yes. Yeah. And, and actually- It was shot across the street. Clients. As a matter of fact, mm -hmm. one of the characters is named Nisha. I know. Yep, after you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, and and I'm sure you can add to this story because it's now become urban legend. Oh. But there's truth to the legend that these documentarians uh -huh. had heard about our school, mm -hmm. High School of Performing mm -hmm. Arts, and wanted to do a documentary mm -hmm. on the school. And they came to look at school and mm -hmm. wander around and mm -hmm. realize that these kids had something special. Yes. And they instead decided to make a feature a film movie. as Can opposed you to a documentary. That? Yeah. Hello? I know. And so they followed us around. Mm -hmm. And I can remember, because I can remember telling my mom, Mom, I, there's a likelihood that I'm not going to go to Juilliard next year because these people are here and they're probably going to hire us to be in, in their movie. My mother was like your mother. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, let them make their movie because you're going to Juilliard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, sweetie. Okay. That's good. That's, that's good for nice. them. This is what you're going to do. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's I mean, for one of the characters to be named Nisha. I know. I mean. I know, to see my name. I know. <laughs> and and were you in the film? I was in the film. Okay. See, you're leaving out lots and lots of wonderful, juicy information. I was you in the film. You were in the film. You could see me. Uh, my hair was bare. 
I had big hair then, I have big hair now. And I'm, I wore like pink and I'm jumping over the cars. I was when they hired like a bunch of extras when they hired like a group of 12 dancers, That's you right. know, like which they did for the drama department. And I was one of the main dancers, you know, you'll see the credits. And um, and they do, and she, very good, Nisha. And she says my name and it's really kind of, kind of nice. Debbie was in it too, uh, Debbie Allen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Debbie called you for the television series. Well, she didn't call me for the television series. No, she didn't. I okay. auditioned for the okay. television. So I just was one of the dancers that auditioned. She didn't really you know, know me, know me. She just knew I auditioned. Mm-hmm. But I remember afterwards, I got a call, and but I gotten the the TV show, and I also got Alvin Haley. Mm-hmm. But of course, then it's interesting how things change because you think I, I, I want to do TV. I, I, TV. Oh my God, I'm going to be on television. <laughs> I don't want to be on tour. You know, this is like <laughs> more money, right? Right. So, and I remember telling Debbie that I want to do the TV show. And she's like, you know, Debbie, she has this like real down to earth motherly thing. She was like, oh no, darling, uh-uh, oh no. She goes, do you know how many people could do a TV show and how many people cannot do Alvin Ailey? Wow. She goes, just because of that, I am not gonna hire you, so you have to do Alvin Ailey. She goes, and I always remember this when she said, she goes, Alvin Ailey is a career. Oof. Fame is a job. I was like, but you know, when you're young, you don't. Oof. I never forgot that. Oof, that landed, that yes. landed on me just now. Yes. Yeah. Alvin Ailey is a career. Fame is a job. Yes. For me, it was a good job. <laughs> Making some money. You know? And then she was like, no, no. She says, you will do Alvin Ailey. Mm-hmm. So she really encouraged me. I don't know what would have happened. I may have done it anyway. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But that was the turning point for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darling, thank you. That's a gem. Isn't that a gem? Thanks so much for spending time with us. Come back next week for part two. This is Denise Wood saying, you want more? Find us on whatever podcast platform you use. Subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks a lot. See you next time.